begin in verse 23. 1 Corinthians 11, verse 23. <coughs> For I have received of the eternal that which also I delivered to you, that the eternal Emmanuel, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner also, he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do you as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the eternal's death till he come. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the eternal unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the eternal. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eats and drinks unworthily eats and drinks damnation to himself not dividing the eternal's body. For this cause, many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. Now in Romans 5, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Emmanuel, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation works patience, and patience, character, and character, hope. And hope makes not ashamed because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit which is given to us. For when we were yet without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet peradventure for a good man some would even dare to die. But God commends his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more then, being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his Son, <clears throat> much more, being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Emmanuel, by whom we have now received the atonement. And again in verse 18, Therefore, as by the offense of one, judgment came upon all men to condemnation. Even so, by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men to justification of life. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Now let's turn to John chapter 6. John chapter 6, beginning in verse 47. 
Truly, truly, I say to you, he that believes on me has everlasting life. I am the bread of life. Your fathers did eat manna in the wilderness and are dead. This is the bread which came down from heaven, that a man may eat thereof and not die. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which will be given for the life of the world. The Jews therefore strove among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? And Emmanuel said to them, Truly I say to you, except you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoso eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. He that eats my flesh and drinks my blood dwells in me, and I in him. As the living Father has sent me, I will live by the Father. So he that eats me, even he shall live by me. This is the bread which came down from heaven, not as your fathers did eat a manna and are dead. He that eats this bread shall live forever. Now let's turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 10. First Corinthians 10, verse 16. The cup of blessing which we bless, is it not the communion of the blood of Emmanuel? The bread which we break, is it not the communion of the body of Emmanuel? For we being many are one bread and one body, for we are all partakers of the one bread. Now let's go to 1 Peter chapter 2. First Peter 2, verse 20 through 24. For what glory is it if when we be buffeted for our, your faults, you take it patiently, but if when you do well and suffer for it, you take it patiently. This is acceptable to God. For even hereunto were you called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example, that you should follow his steps. Who did no sin, neither was guile found in his mouth, who when he was reviled, reviled not again. When he suffered, he threatened not, but committed himself to him that judges righteously, who by his own self bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sin, should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes you are healed. Now let's go to Matthew 26. 
Matthew 26, verse 26. And as they were eating, Emmanuel took the bread and blessed it and broke it and gave to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. Bow your heads. Almighty Father, we're here this evening commemorating the great sacrifice that you gave through your Son to pay for our sins, to pay for the way we act on a daily basis. We're here, Father, beseeching you to look into our hearts and clean our hearts, as David said, make in me a clean heart that we can bring honor and praise and glory to you. And so we take this bread, Father, symboling of the body of Christ that was brutally beaten on a stake. As he says there in Psalm 22, he was able to look down and see his bones. And he did that willingly for us. And you allowed it, Father. And we're so thankful that we have this great opportunity to come here and say, Thank you, Father. So please, Father, look into our hearts. Help us to grasp the significance and the most important part that you love us so much that you did this for us. And so as we eat this bread, Father, that our minds will recognize the brutal beating and the sacrifice because you love us. And we ask this in Emmanuel's name. Amen. Now let us go to Hebrews 9 and begin in verse 11. But Christ, being come and high priest of good things to come, 
by a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is to say, not of this building, neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. For if the blood of bulls and of goats and the ashes of a heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctifies to the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? And for this cause he is the mediator of the New Testament, that by means of death, for the redemption of the transgressions that were under the First Testament, they which are called might receive the promise of eter eternal inheritance. 1 John 1. And here verse 7. <clears throat> But if we walk in the light, as he is the light, or in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Emmanuel the Christ, his Son, cleanses us from all sin. Ephesians 1. And again, verse 7. in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. And one more in Colossians 1. Here in verse 20. And having made peace through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things to himself. By him, I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven. And you, that were sometime alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now has he reconciled. In the body of his flesh through death, to present you holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his sight. Now let's go again to Matthew 26. And this time, <clears throat> read verse 27. And he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink you all of it. For this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. Now if we would bow our heads. <clears throat> our Father in heaven, again we approach you in all humility in all recognition of our deceitfulness, of our nature, of the sin which so easily besets us. 
and we realize that of ourselves our righteousness is nothing and that we have no right except through your Son to come and even ask for forgiveness of our sins. We have all sinned and come short of your glory. We have examined ourselves. We recognize this in ourselves. And Holy Father, we come before you to ask for your grace, for your mercy which endures forever, the seventy times seven daily, that which we must have in order to be forgiven and be clean before you. And we realize that your Son poured out his blood upon the earth that our sins might be forgiven. And that through his body and through his blood we might receive eternal life, healing spiritually and healing physically, for by his stripes we are healed and by his blood we are saved. So, Father, consider us and realize that we must turn to you with our whole hearts if we are to be forgiven and if you can bear to look upon us. For in our sin we are despicable and not worth looking at. So we do ask you to remove our sins through the blood of our Savior, Emmanuel the Christ. So now we will partake of this wine which symbolizes his blood, which we take every year as a memorial of his death and the Passover which he became. So please pass over our sins. Do not let us die in them, but give us life in the body or the blood of he who is life. Well, Father, we thank you for this opportunity, and we take it not in damning ourselves, but hopefully having looked at ourselves and realized how unworthy we are and coming to you in humility to seek your forgiveness. We ask these things in the name of Emmanuel. Amen.
Now let us turn to John 13. Now before the feast of the Passover, when Emmanuel knew that his hour was come, that he should depart out of this world to the Father, having loved his own which were in the world, he loved them to the end, and supper continuing, the devil having now put into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him, Emmanuel knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he was come from God and went to God, he rose from supper, and laid aside his garments, and took a towel and girded himself. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel wherewith he was girded. Then comes he to Simon Peter, and Peter said to him, Lord, do you wash my feet? Emmanuel answered and said to him, What I do you know not now, but you shall know hereafter. Peter said to him, You shall never wash my feet. Emmanuel answered him, If I wash you not, you have no part with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Emmanuel said to him, He that is washed need not save to wash his feet, but is clean every whit. And you are clean, but not all. For he knew who should betray him. Therefore said he, You are not all clean. So after he had washed their feet, and had taken his garments, and had sat down again, He said to them, Know you what I have done to you? You call me Master and Lord, and you say, Well, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and Master, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example, that you should do as I have done to you. Truly, truly, I say to you, the servant is not greater than his Lord, neither he that is sent greater than he that sent him. If you know these things, happy are you if you do them. So we will now have the foot washing. The ladies are to go into the kitchen area, and the men will be here right behind the chair seating area.
Let us turn again to John 13. And here let's begin, pick up the story again in verse 20. Truly, truly, I say to you, he that receives whomsoever I send receives me. And he that receives me receives him that sent me. When Emmanuel had thus said, he was troubled in spirit and testified and said, Truly, truly, I say unto you, that one of you shall betray me. Then the disciples looked one on another, doubting of whom he spoke. Now there was leaning on Emmanuel's bosom one of his disciples, whom Emmanuel loved. Simon Peter therefore beckoned to him that he should ask who it should be of whom he spoke. He then lying on Emmanuel's breast said to him, Lord, who is it? Emmanuel answered, He it is to whom I shall give a sop when I have dipped it. And when he had dipped the sop, he gave it to Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon. And after the sop, Satan entered into him. Then said Emmanuel to him, that you, that you do, do quickly. Now no man at the table knew for what intent he spoke this to him. For some of them thought, because Judas had the bag, that Emmanuel had said to him, Buy those things that we have need of against the feast, or that he should give something to the poor. He then, having received the sop, went immediately out, and it was night. Therefore, when he was gone out, Emmanuel said, Now is the Son of Man glorified. And God is glorified in him. If God be glorified in him, God shall also glorify him in himself, and shall straightway glorify him. Little children, yet a little while I am with you. You shall seek me, and as I said unto the Jews, where I go you cannot come. So now I say to you, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you that you also love one another. By this shall all know that you are my disciples, if you have love one to another. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, where do you go? Emmanuel answered him, Where I go, you cannot follow me, or now, but you shall follow me afterwards. Peter said to him, Lord, why cannot I follow you now? I will lay down my life for your sake. Emmanuel answered him, Will you lay down your life for my sake? Truly, truly, I say to you, the cock shall not crow till you've denied me three times. Let not your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And whether I go, you know not. You know, and the way you know. Thomas said to him, Lord, we know not whether you, uh, where you go, and how can we know the way? Emmanuel said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father but by me. If you 
had known me, you should have known my Father also. And from henceforth you know him and have seen him. Philip said unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it suffice us. Emmanuel said unto him, Have I been so long time with you, and yet have you not known me, Philip? He that has seen me has seen the Father, and now and know, uh, now say you then, show us the Father. Believe you not that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that draws, uh, that dwells in me, he does the work. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the very work's sake. Truly, truly, I say to you, he that believes on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go to my Father. And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide in you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it sees it not, neither knows it, but you know him, for he dwells with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you yet a little while, and the world sees me no more. But you see me. Because I live, you shall live also. At that day you shall know that I am in the Father, and you in me, and I in you. He that has my commandments and keeps them he it is that loves me, and he that loves me shall be loved by my Father, and I will love him and will manifest myself in him. Judas said unto him, not Iscariot, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself unto us and not to the world? Emmanuel said, answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. He that loves me not keeps not my sayings, and the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's which sent me. These things have I spoken unto you, being yet present with you. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, it will show and shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world gives, give I unto you. 
Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. You have heard now, I said unto you, I go away and come again unto you. If you love me, you would rejoice because I said, I go unto the Father. For my Father is greater than I. And now I have told you hence, I've told you before it comes to pass that when it comes to pass, you might believe. Hereafter, I will not talk much with you, for the prince of this world comes and has nothing in me, but the world may know that I love the Father, and as the Father gave me commandment, even so I do. Arise, let us go hence. I am the true vine, and my Father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that bears not fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he purges it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can you, except you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abides in me, and I in him, the same brings forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done to you. Herein is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit, so shall you be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Continue you in my love. If you keep my commandments, you shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things have I spoken to you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be full. This is my commandment, <clears throat> that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do whatsoever I command you. Henceforth I call you not servants, for the servant knows not what his Lord does. But I have called you friends, for all things that I have heard of my Father I have made known to you. You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever you shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it you. These things I command you, that you love one another. If the world hate you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love his own. Because you are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Remember the word that I said to you, the servant is not greater than his Lord. If they have persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they have kept my saying, they will keep yours also. But all these things will they do to you for my name's sake, because they know not him that sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them, they had not had sin. But now they have no cloak for their sin. He that hates me hates my father also. 
If I had not done among them the works which none other man did, they had not had sin. But now have they both seen and hated both me and my father. But this comes to pass, that the word might be fulfilled that is written in their law, they hated me without a cause. But when the Comforter is come, whom I will send to you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, which proceeds from the Father, it shall testify of me. And you also shall bear witness, because you have been with me from the beginning. These things have I spoken unto you, that you should not be offended. They shall put you out of the synagogue. Yes, the time comes that whosoever kills you will think that he does God a service. And these things will they do unto you, because they have not known the Father nor me. But these things have I told you, that when the time shall come, you may remember that I told you of them. And these things I said not unto you at the beginning, because I was with you. But now I go unto, I go my way to him that sent me, and none of you ask me, where go you? But because I have said these things unto you, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send it unto you. And when he comes, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin, because they believe not on me. Of righteousness, because I go to my Father, and you have seen me no more. Of judgment, because the prince of this world is judged. I have yet many things to say unto you, but I cannot bear them now. Howbeit, when he, the Spirit of truth, is coming, come, he will guide you into the all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive mine, and shall show it unto you. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore said I that he shall take of mine and show, and shall show it unto you. A little while, and you shall not see me. And again a little while, and you shall see me, because I go to the Father. Then said some of the disciples among themselves. What is this that he says unto us? A little while, and you shall not see me. And again, a little while, and you shall see me. And because I go to the Father. They said, therefore, what is that he says a little while? We cannot tell what he said. Now Emmanuel knew that they were desirous to ask him, and said unto them, Do you inquire among yourselves of what I said? A little while, and you shall not see me, and again a little while, and you shall see me. Truly, truly, I say unto you, 
that you shall weep and lament, but the world shall rejoice, and you shall be sorrowful, but your sorrow shall be turned unto joy. A woman, when she is in travail, has sorrow, because of her hour is come. But as soon as she is delivered of the child, she remembers no more the anguish for joy that a man is born into the world. And you now, therefore, have sorrow, but I will see you again, and your heart shall rejoice, and your joy no man takes from you. And in that day you shall ask me nothing. Truly, truly, I say unto you, whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it you. Hitherto have you asked nothing in my name? Ask, and you shall receive, that your joy may be full. These things have I spoken unto you in Proverbs, but the time comes when I will no more speak unto you in Proverbs, but I shall show you plainly of the Father. At that day you shall ask in my name, and I will say, uh, I will say not, not unto you that I will pray the Father for you. For the Father himself loves you, because you have loved me and have believed that I have come from, the, from God. I come forth from the Father and am come unto the world. Again, I leave the world and go to the Father. His disciples said unto him, Lo, now speak you plainly and speak no proverb. Now are we sure that you know all things and need not that any man should ask you. By this we believe that you have come from God. Emmanuel answered them, Do you now believe? Behold, the hour comes, yes, is now come, that you shall be scattered, every man to his own, and shall leave me alone. And yet I am not alone, because the Father is with me. These things have I spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I uh, have overcome the world. These words spoke Emmanuel and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, that your Son also may glorify you. As you have given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as you have given him, and this is life eternal, that they might know you, the only true God, and Emmanuel the Christ, whom you have sent. I have glorified you on the earth. I have finished the work which you gave me to do. And now, O Father, glorify you me with your own self, with the glory which I had with you before the world was. I have manifested your name to the men which you gave me out of the world. Yours they were, and you gave them me, and they have kept your word. Now they have known that all things whatsoever you have given me are of you. For I have given to them the words which you gave me, and they have received them, and have known surely that I came out from you, and they have believed that you did send me. I pray for them. I pray not for the world, 
but for them which you have given me, for they are yours. And all mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I am glorified in them. And now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world, and I come to you. Holy Father, keep through your own name those whom you have given me, that they may be one as we are. While I was with them in the world, I kept them in your name. Those that you gave me I have kept, and none of them is lost, but the son of perdition, that the scripture might be fulfilled. And now come I to you, and these things I speak in the world, that they might have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them your word, and the world hated them, because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. I pray not that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them through your truth. Your word is truth. As you have sent me into the world, even so have I also sent them into the world. And for their sakes I sanctify myself, that they also might be sanctified through the truth. Neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word, that they all may be one, as you, Father, are in me, and I in you, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you have sent me, and the glory which you gave me I have given them, that they may be one even as we are one, I in them and you in me, that they may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. Father, I will that they also whom you have given me be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory, which you have given me, for you loved me before the foundation of the world. O righteous Father, the world has not known you, but I have known you, and these have known that you have sent me. And I have declared to them your name, and will declare it, that the love wherewith you have loved me may be in them, and I in them. Now let's go once again to Matthew 26. This time in verse 30. And when they had sung in hymn, they went out into the Mount of Olives. So now we will take our hymnals, turn to page 86, and sing when Israel out of Egypt went and then be dismissed. Amen. Hey. 